welcome to the Worship Story Podcast. My name is Zach Barker. Today's episode is another song devotional where I'll break down the lyrics of a worship song in hopes to better worship God through it. Uh, My hope in uh, recording these short podcasts is that they would be a resource for my congregation at my church to deepen their understanding of the songs that we sing. But I also hope that it can do the same for you. So use this as a devotional today. Uh, I'll play the full song at the end of the podcast, and uh, I pray that God uses this to deepen your understanding of him. So today, let's look at How Great Is Your Love by Phil Wickham. So this song was originally recorded in 2018, and it's off of Phil Wickham's Living Hope album. As a worship pastor, I love leading songs that tell a complete gospel narrative in themselves. A lot of times, putting together uh, worship sets, you are trying to figure out how to really guide a congregation in a thought process, in a theme, in a prayer, in a posture, and create an experience for people to encounter God and the story that he's telling. And that's usually around a certain theme that either we're studying in scripture or part of a message series, or really just to create a sense of response and prayer to who God is. What makes it so easy is when you find a song like How Great Is Your Love that tells it's a complete story in a song. And so you don't have to um, use other songs to you know help tell that story, which can be fun at times. But this is just an, such a great song because it has everything all in it. Um, this song is sung out of as a declaration from someone who has experienced complete redemptive love from God the Father through Jesus. Um, But what's great about the way that it's written lyrically is that it's not a passive acknowledgement of being loved and accepted. It's an active response that is self-aware of the transformation that Jesus' work on the cross has done for us and is continuing to do in us. And it helps us very poetically kind of respond in real time as that person who recognizes where we've come from, where we are, and who God is. And so uh, musically, you know, this song uh, uses the intensity of the instrumentation to create a building sense of anticipation right from the beginning that four on the floor of the kick drum just hitting every beat it just kind of creates this sense of what's coming what's happening something bigger is going on and the open and spacious echo of the first chorus paints this picture of you feel like you are you know in the throne room of heaven with thousands, millions of people 
declaring how great is the love of our God. And it's just kind of this big and open and epic storytelling song that's very singable and that's very congregational. Um, it's just a really well-written song. And uh, so let's take a walk through the different sections of this song the lyrically. And starting with the first verse, From the darkness I called your name, and into darkness your mercy came. You called me out, lifted me up. How great is your love. This is such a great reminder that our specific names have been called out from the darkness by God through Jesus. He knows every hair on our head, right? He called our specific name. You are my child. He calls us out of darkness. He called us out. He lifted us up. How great is his love. Verse 2, continuing the story of salvation, it says, you bore my weakness. You took my shame, buried my burdens in fields of grace. And again, you called me out, lifted me up. How great is your love. This song starts with an immediate recognition that our sin held us in a bad place and that yet we have been saved. And I love, love the poetic imagery of God bearing our burdens in his fields of grace. A metaphor reminding us that it's gone forever, but we get to live in a place of vibrant, unending grace. So then into the pre-chorus, from the heights of heaven, you step down to earth. Innocent perfection gave your life for us. This is talking to, to Jesus. And we are amazed. Yes, we stand in awe, for we have been changed by the power of the cross. This is just the straight-up gospel, right? God's perfect, innocent son being sacrificed for us to be able to approach the throne of God with confidence. It just blatantly says how we should be responding to the weight of what we just sang about. You called our names out of darkness. You've lifted us up. You bore our weakness and our shame and our guilt and our sin on the cross, and you buried it in your fields of grace. And so the only response we have, the only response we should have, is that we are amazed and we stand in awe because we have been changed by the power of the cross, which ultimately is the power of God's love, the power of the, f- the love of the Father for his kids, saying, I have made a way, a rescue effort to bring you back to me. So we get into the chorus that declares that. How great is your love, and just sings that over and over and over. How great is your love. A lot of times, I think in, in songwriting and uh, really just in in the church, uh, some people get a little annoyed at re- uh, repetitive lines, but this is something that we should sing to ourselves, we should say to ourselves a thousand times a day at every turn in, in our lives, just recognizing, God, you're here, and how great is your love for me. So I love this chorus. I love that it just repeats the same line over and over. So then we continue into verse 3. In your kindness, you lead me home. In your presence is where I belong. And again, you called me out. You lifted me up. How great is your love. Using words like home and belong speaks to our innate sense of 
feeling not only welcomed in God's presence, but that we are expected to be there. He wants us there. I love the picture of, of, of heaven. I always think about this when if God is the king of the universe and thinking kind of almost back to like medieval kingdoms, right? He's sitting in the throne room. He's up on his throne. There's, you know, everyone's there in the court and he's busy. He's a busy king. Got a lot of people talking to him. And, but we are like little kids, his little children that run into the throne room being loud, being kind of crazy, disrupting everything. And instead of him being upset, he stops everything else that's going on and delights in us because we are expected to be there. We are his kids. That's, that's the picture of how great his love for us is. And so then back to the song, it goes into the pre-chorus again and then to the chorus and then leads to the bridge. And, you know, lyrically, in not a lot of words, it's already painted, like I said, this great gospel narrative. But why not continue to paint the full picture of the narrative story of the Bible? And let's declare some more theology about God existing before all, above all, and will continue for all time. It says the bridge is there has never been, there will never be a God like you and a love so true. And it sings that over and over and over. Another great repetitive reminder that we need of, hey, God's story is way bigger than just my story. So before we listen to the song, I wanted to end our time with a couple of thoughts and scripture references to maybe help you, wherever you're at, begin to remind yourself of this great love that God has for us. In 1 John 3, 1, to see what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. Psalm 103:11, For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love. You know, we all connect with the idea of belonging, wanting to be accepted, and ultimately, wanting to be loved unconditionally without the fear of loss of that love. But if, if we're honest with ourselves, we probably aren't living in such freedom all the time. And so my question for you is, are you allowing the Spirit of God to protect your mind from the lies about not being worthy of such a great love? There's nothing that we can do that makes Him love us less. And so Let's use this song to remind our hearts that we have been created by a Father who knows our name, called us out of darkness, and that our only response to Him taking our sin and shame and burying it in His fields of grace is that we can be amazed and stand in awe at how great His love is for us. Darkness 
God love. 